0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: This episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review is brought to you by our friends at SavageCBD.com. Get the best in CBD products and get a deal while you're at it. Use our code REVIEW, that's REVIEW, for 15% off your
0: first order plus free shipping. Go to SavageCBD.com right now. Hey Bird Gang, this is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, J.B. and Benny Blue Review, right here on KSRN Arizona.
1: What's up, what's up, what's up, good people? Uh, you are do? back. You're back, baby. Episode uh, 2, 1, 3. New dog. Mm-hmm. J.B. and Benny Blue
0: Review, mm-hmm. that's right, mm-hmm. for your live streaming pleasure. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the pretty little girls in pretty little girl land out there. Right, I want you to just peek over your shoulder, honey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the great man, Fresh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was listening mm-hmm. to that song earlier, man. What great music back in the day, man. It was just real. Yeah, so uh, shout out to all the good people out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, welcome back to the JB and Benny Blue Review. This is episode 213. All right, that's a right. two, a one, and a three. Uh, right. sh- you know what I'm saying? You want to rock with us, man. Follow us at AB uh, at JB and Benny Blue on all social media, okay? Uh, get with us, you know what I'm saying? We usually follow back, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're trash, you know what I'm saying? we don't know that you're trash, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning. But, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you show yourself to be trash. They, pro-
1: they prove it. They prove it. Oh, they do.
0: Yeah. It's only so long, you know what I'm saying? You know the rest. All right, so follow <laughs> myself on uh, <laughs> my personal page at 73KingJB73. And the man himself, uh, Benny, at BennyBlueEyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's G IGGs. You know what I'm saying? You can find content for our personal of course, you know what I'm saying? You can get us get with us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, man. We like them five-star reviews. You know what I'm saying? Tell your friends about us. You know what I'm saying? Let sure everybody knows that we out here. You damn right. We're available on casualsports.com. We live stream radio in the beautiful city of Phoenix, the greater city of Phoenix, the Valley of the Sun, yeah, why we're by, and yeah, of course, it's the Valley Hot. You better know that. The Believe Podcast Network. We appreciate you all and all our brothers and sisters podcast we love y'all uh mm-hmm. you can mess with me on tuesday nights man the burning bridges podcast is live streaming at six thirty p.m pacific standard time nine thirty 30 eastern standard time on twitter at aat sports underscore and at aat birds that's the all about the birds family you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh yeah we're sponsored by the Valley boys association call the line man go to Valley boys association.com and use the promo code podcast 22 that's all caps all right for 20% off your order at checkout, man, they got hot gear, man. These young cats come with some fire. Fire! Listen, uh, yeah. I, I gotta get I gotta get some stuff special made for my birthday, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, man this. Uh, you know Talking about the Valley Hot, ooh, we it's valley hot, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? It's hot. It's hot. These cats is crazy. I can't wait to rock. I'm I'm I'm, I'm literally mini, I'm gonna be rocking all Valley Boys Association shit all summer. Right? I'm gonna be a walking oh, billboard for these young cats, man. I love it, I'm gonna be out in LA with it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Most likely be out of Miami it. for my birthday with it. You know what I'm saying? You know how it go, man. Also, you know man, we sponsored by Miami. <laughs> It's, what is it? How would you say? It's tim It's, mm-hmm. it's tim you buycom You looking for a new whip? You know what I'm saying? Pre-owned vehicle? New? Don't matter. Text, all caps, review, 2555-515-444-7003 um, at It's timtobuy on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Rock with us, man. I got Sam to get you what you need you know what I'm saying he's your pusher you know what I'm saying when it comes to these whips alright mm-hmm. but other than that man mm-hmm. you, know, you know what it is man uh, get with us man hey, email love mail don't matter questions ideas uh, jb and review at gmail.com serious business inquiries only you know what I'm saying please uh, right please. now you know what I'm saying everybody that's logging in Tapping in with we appreciate all of our returning viewers. Uh, we love mm-hmm. y'all to death and to our new people, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, mm-hmm. I am Jeremy Bridges, you know I'm a 10-year NFL veteran, and uh, everybody knows me as King JB, and of course, the man to my... Left, you're right. left, right, yeah. right left, camera left, yeah, right, left, camera left. You know what I'm saying? It's the great Blue Dini himself, man. Oh. Benefit Ryan Smith, the third. You know what I'm saying? The pride of Kalamazoo, Michigan. You know what I'm saying? That's Muskegon. Hey,
1: wait, wait, wait. Like, hey whoa, wait. Muskegon, Michigan. Come on now, Muskegon, I'm Michigan. Shout, shout to the Mus- ski. Mus- shout to the two three one. That's where my fo- that's where our folks reside now. All good. Muskegon, you know? Mus-
0: Michigan. Michigan. All right. West but Michigan but, family. Yep. But were you like so you were like so you're from Muskegon? Yes, born and raised. Oh, okay, okay. See, so I've been getting that wrong, so I got, I got to yes, change indeed. that up. You know, so I know. No, a you're good.
1: Trust, trust me, trust me. Doctor Bridges, one of these days, is going to be running the official Jeremy Bridges, fucking savage camp. One of these days, out yeah, of well, the right yeah. area. Okay, and, I'm all uh, for you know, it you yeah, know, you know, he'll he'll, he'll be getting I, that bag. Don't worry about I got,
0: it. I got some folks out there in Michigan. You
1: know, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, coming up, we got some review reaction news. We're going to be getting into some NFL honors. Of course, they announce all you know the MVPs and rookies of the year and players of the year. Of course, we got to react to this uh, Super Bowl halftime show and a little bit of Mo. Plus, recapping the Super Bowl and the day has finally come after a long 18 week season plus the playoffs. Announcing the official Savage Picks winner of the year. Speaking of mm-hmm. Miami, we uh, we got we got a date in Miami, baby. Being but bonito, uh, I mean, I mean. Yeah. But speaking of speaking of uh Super Bowl, Doctor Bridges, uh, what did you uh, what did, what did you do this year to partake? Were you watching it by yourself? Were you, were you hanging out with some folks? We have some food, no, some drink?
0: I, I slid down to uh, shout out the Founding Fathers. You know, what I'm saying, a uh, Founding Fathers kitchen uh, at the bar. My spots. man, my man, Mark owns it, and uh, we went out in there, man, and hung out with some of the OGs. You know, what I'm saying, it's always a good time. Now it's a bona fide biker bar, but. It's still a good time, you know what I'm saying? Some good, clean fun. I was down there for probably the first half of the game. Slid back up the highway, stopped at a couple people's house some folks, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my bro now, you know what I'm saying? Chilled for a little bit, drank a beer, watched the third quarter, and then I came on back up top and uh, Mm. came up just in time to see uh, the Rams get their first championship uh, as L.A. Rams. Correct. now, 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 they never won a championship when they were in L.A. before, right?
1: The, yeah, yeah, believe yeah, it well or not. So great, greatest show on turf, and they got it done there.
0: The well, one. No, no, game. no. I'm talking about so. Yeah, I'm talking about the last time they were, move, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they moved to St. Louis, they won a championship. But the last right. time they were in L. A., they didn't win a championship, right? No. No. Nope, okay. Didn't. Yeah. So their first nope. championship as the L. A. Rams. LA. All right. Right. So uh so shout out to them, man, and uh and their parade they had today. And you know, all 37 people that were there. Uh it's great, you know what I'm saying? It's a good time, right, uh, you know what I'm saying? But have them
1: the Niners jerseys,
0: Right, exactly. They got they have Niners jerseys, Chargers jerseys, Raiders jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Cowboys a <laughs> jerseys. A couple cowboys jerseys in there, Steelers jerseys, sprinkled in. Yeah, you know, you know how LA do it, you know what I'm saying? Just here's what it is. So, but shout out to the Rams. Uh one thing I spoke about last night on the Burning Bridges podcast, and I'm gonna commend the Rams for the way that they developed the team uh, and consistently put together a team that was full of solid football players. One of the greatest things you can be deemed as an NFL football player is solid. That means they know what you're going to get from them, from you. They know what you know what they're going to get from you every time you reach to touch the football field. Solid players, sprinkling a couple elites, right? And that's when you win championships. No matter what championship team you've ever seen. Even the great Ravens team, which we thought was full of all-stars. No, I mean, Ed Reed and... Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying um, what is that fucking clown's name uh, <laughs> the, the, middle, the middle linebacker why am I drawing a blank when it comes to him Ray Lewis right oh, Ray Lewis. and then and then the host of other guys that was there you know seemed as if they were superstars that offense didn't have no real big names on it right nice. so I mean Anquan Bowden was there you know what I'm saying I think last time they won the championship but I'm talking about when Air Reed and won that first year in the 2000. 2000. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Trent yeah, Dilfer was a quarterback. Yeah, Trent Dilfer was a quarterback. So just a consistent team of shots, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the GM at that time, um, Newsom, Mr. Ozzie Newsom himself, the great Ozzie Newsom. But Sneed did a great job of putting together and drafting and bringing in key free agents that weren't superstars anymore, right? That were still solid football players. And developing the guys that they drafted. And shout out to Sean McVay of having a game plan and sticking to it. And being man enough and humble enough to listen to constructive criticism. Because his offense was very predictable at one point. Where he kind of got out of that. You know what I'm saying? it's one of the reasons why they won. Now let's keep it a whole buck and a half. If Cincinnati's offensive line would have been any better, they would have won that championship. <laughs> right. Next. Well, listen, I'm we'll just, talk
1: about that. Yeah. We'll talk uh, about yeah all that. Okay.
0: I'm just okay. being being completely. Oh, no, you you're being real.
1: And speaking of, speaking of Les Sneed, uh JB, for those who uh, who for those uh, who who are watching, if you can't see on the screen, uh, Les Snead, excellent troll shirt. It's the meme. It's the Michael Jordan meme where it's his face and it's 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 getting translucent, and in the text it says "fuck them
0: picks." <laughs> he said, "fuck them picks." We're winning this them shit. Picks. He gave away
1: 80,000
0: first-rounders. First-round picks, bro, are so overrated, dog. Like, when you just think about it in the big scheme of things, like most first-round picks only play for three years, and then after that, they're going to be backups, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. They just don't fare very well, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hey, again, let's see. Hey, I like like the way you – I like your style, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and and it's facts as you see what happens with a lot of these quarterbacks. I mean, shit. I mean, listen, Stafford played for my kiddies, and and we loved him, and we still love him. But goddamn, son, I mean, he didn't sniff anything close to to what he got until he finally got over there. So when you're when you're typically a top tier pick, unless you're that type of talent who can literally put the franchise on their back, it's mm-hmm. usually about where you go. If you end up in a shitty situation, that might screw that might screw over the entire trajectory of your career until. Right. You either re- sign somewhere else or force a trade or whatever the case may be. But, hey, you know, old Fra- old fratty staff, 1942 tequila Stafford, did he did his bid. He did his bid in Detroit, got the trade, got what he wanted. And then the first year he's there, he, he got, he put you know what I'm saying, got them rings and things. So mm-hmm, there you go. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about all that. JB, speaking of, um, you know, top tier picks and players actually panning out for their franchises uh nfl honors of course that happens i really wish they would kind of like redo this so they could count the playoffs for the actual mvp But rogers mm. wins his fourth mvp burrow of course gets comeback player of the year of course he tore his acl and mcl last mm. year jamar chase offensive rookie of the year micah parsons defense rookie of the year tj watt defensive player of the year cooper cup offensive player of the year and mike vrabel uh coach of the year uh, your overall thoughts on on these gentlemen who got awarded, and do you think anybody else should have been considered? Anybody else got snubbed? What, what do you what do you think about this this cast I think that, of the I, winners?
0: I think that I think they pretty much got it right. Um, we did our, our little uh, Burning Bridges Awards, and most of these are are, are right. Um, I thought that Joe Burrow was the NFL MVP, right? If I'm not mistaken, I, I, agree. Think, I, I think I did put Joe Burrow's NFL MVP uh, or the kid from. Um, Indiana uh, from the from the coach uh Taylor, right? Running back, Jonathan uh, Taylor, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I think he, you know what I'm saying? He he was more deserving of the MVP to me than Aaron Rodgers was. And then uh, I think that Zach Taylor should have been coach of the year, right? Mike uh very variable, yeah. has done great things in Tennessee and that's cool, very consistent, as consistent as you could possibly be. Since he's been there, they've had success. But if you look at a two and fourteen season, a four and eleven season, and now Super Bowl, Zach Taylor. Yeah, that sounds I like of the year to me, right? That sounds more like of the year to me. So, yeah, I mean, you know, verbal ain't, he's not, he's not undeserving of it. It's just that I think that Zach Taylor should have got that award.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like that, that brings to the point, they should be doing this after the season. They should be taking into consideration the playoffs, because if you see what Zach Taylor did, I mean, they put out the Titans, and you and and Vrabel, they Vabel is an excellent coach. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they've yep. been there and they haven't been able to get over yeah the They never got that over said, that hump. Yeah, you just you just you just eloquently explained why Zach Taylor was deserving of the award. And to your point, I agree. Burrow should have got MVP for the simple fact that he had a hell of a season with what he dealt with on the O line, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in our Super Bowl recap. Mm-hmm. But also, Jamie, for the simple fact that, yo, my man's didn't didn't bitch a lick like Rodgers. Rodgers was bitch, moaning, and complaining every single moment of this fucking season.
0: Man, listen, every it, single moment. It's, it's something like that. And that's, this is kind of the, the argument about some of these awards, you know what I'm saying, accolades that the NFL has to offer. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to get into the Hall of Fame, of course. But it's like a lot of guys get grandfathered into this because, you know, their name is bigger. or I mean, it's just not cool. You know what I'm saying? The award... I like the coaching job should go to the most qualified and the best man that's positioned to that has had the success and the man that's going to be put in a position to have great success with that squad. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is.
1: Well, I'm going to cut a little promo on some blues got time later, about having that hall of fame conversation way too mm. early about players who are still active. We went in depth about that in past episodes to so make sure to run that back. JB and Benny right. uh-huh, uh-huh, But uh-huh. JB, speaking of, <clears throat> Hall of Famers saying real Hall of Fame shit for the very first time, and I, I this this video came out a few days ago when from like you know Radio Row from Super Bowl and stuff, all the different you know former players there, and God damn it, JB, if it wasn't music to my ears, and I know it will be to your ears, your personal friend, friend of the show, a gentleman that you know and you have a jersey of, Emmett Smith, uh, had a amazing point for all Cowboys fans out there about. The current crop of Cowboys and how Cowboys players and fans alike uh, have a way of oh I don't know riding the wave of the glory days let's uh mm. let's share this video just to see exactly what he said because I think he said it to an F and T better than anybody who's ever put the big star on their helmet ever has. nice so nice check this out damn it
0: you go, you know, Michael Irving was very critical, but it comes from a place of love of the starters and and how the stars rather and how they didn't show up at the big game. What would be your advice to Dak, to Zeke, to CD, to all those guys on the offense and how they can go ahead and show up when it counts? The one thing I would say to any young player including the ones that you mentioned is you're not a star yet. You're not a GOAT yet. And you're not great. You have to win championships in order to become all of them. Talk to him, Evan. Yes, you're on the most visible football team in the entire world. True. And you're playing great organization. But your greatness is when you finish and you finish well. In order to become a legendary legend or legendary, you have to eliminate all of these things that we're talking about. Period outside of that, you're going to be living in the shadows of what came Ooh. before. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Finally. JB finally. <clears throat> Someone who actually put on the Dallas uniform finally says what we've been saying for the entire effing podcast. To an effing T. Y'all Emmett, have not done shit yet.
0: Emmett gets the you know? slow raise the roof. One of my favorite celebrations. Um, thank you, Emmett. Finally you said some shit that makes sense. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Benny, he is correct. Like cowboy fans of course you know what I'm saying live, love living the glory days, but these players and that 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 don't just go for the Cowboys. Let's be completely honest. Right. Right. Kyler Murray, I hope you heard that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking it there, right? Because I've been very critical of Colin Murray because of what he's did on on social media, right? Son, you ain't did shit. Two pro bowls don't mean a motherfucking thing, man. It don't. It don't mean nothing. That means you're very popular amongst the people. That's all it means, all right? That means your name is said a lot, so people hear your name a lot, so they vote you to the Pro Bowl, all right? You've had flashes of greatness, all right? You've shown that you can do great things on the football field, but greatness is birthed from consistency, all right? Point blank and period. Greatness is birthed from consistency. You can you can literally TM. Yeah, that's mine. Right? I started that. I said that. I ain't never heard nobody say that, but that's real. I'm going to say it again. Greatness is birthed by consistency, right? There's never been a great who hasn't been consistent in what they're doing. None of these cats, none of these cats nowadays, and everybody want to be, you know, they're the greatest this and the greatest They the Even Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had one fucking phenomenal year. Great. Is he the greatest NFL uh, receiver right now? Arguably, yes, right? But it's 1A, 1B between him and Devontae Adams, to be honest, mm-hmm. right? So he's gotta, show
1: up. he's gotta show up next year.
0: And you gotta show improve next year. You gotta show improve every time you put that damn uniform on and represent for that 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 fucking logo on your helmet. So Emmett has a great point. But that's not just to the Cowboys, that's to all these young players, because all of them think that as soon as they make a hell of a play, like they think that they shit, Michael Parsons, you had a great year last year. But guess what? People know how to block you now. It's they dude, know what you're capable happy. of now. So mm-hmm. what you gonna do next year, right? Yeah, that's real. Yes. Hey, shout out to Thanks. Emmett, man. Shout out to Emmett. Shout out to Emmett. He just,
1: he just, he put it, he put it so perfectly. So Cowboys fans, I know, I know it sickens your stomach to not to be able to ride that wave from '95, mm. but the guy who was actually there in part of it is literally telling you to
0: your face a huge you have gigantic a gigantic yet. gigantic part of it. Like probably <laughs> couldn't have did it without him. Type right. type part. Oh, one hundred percent
1: facts. Yes, especially sir. especially how offense was run back then and how mm-hmm. it ran through Emmett. Oh, one hundred percent, without a doubt. Speaking of not doing just enough yet, oh, JB, we cut a promo the you know, last week or two. Well, it happened. Old khaki man agrees to an extension through 2026, but the main question is, and no details have been released at the time of this fine broadcast, do you think the buyout is going to be large enough to prevent him from going back to the NFL? What do you think is happening with this whole, oh, I'm with the Vikings, but now I'm going to leverage this to get to the extension, which I think is only one more year than what he had anyway, so... Mm. He claims he's never gonna, he, hey, JB, J, 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 he claimed he's, oh, he's never gonna do it again. He's never gonna flirt with the NFL again.
0: Yeah, look, soon as, another, soon as soon as another opportunity come along, Jim Harbaugh ain't worried about no goddamn money, bro. You know what I'm saying? The Michigan done paid him so much, goddamn. He done, he done made more money in Michigan than he done made anywhere, right? So mm-hmm. he ain't worried about no money, right? He did that so that he can keep kids coming to Michigan, right? They extended that contract, and they did that. They made a power move. They said, you know what? We're going to extend this contract. So now these kids are going to stay wanting to come to Michigan, right? Even if he does jump ship, which if an opportunity comes up next year, his ass probably will, right? He's the type of person he wants to have success in the NFL. He's the the, the big brother of the little brother who's had success in the NFL. John Harbaugh, right, has been to, what, three Super Bowls since he's been a head coach? He's 1-1 well, for it's sure.
1: Yep, yeah, two two at least
0: And the The one that he got was over his his uh, his was big brother. It o- was over his big brother. So, he he's still kind of chasing that ghost and saying, "You know what? I got to go to this to the NFL and prove I can be successful there, right?" So, yeah, another opportunity comes along, his ass gone. You can you, know, you, yeah, you can mark my words. Ooh-wee.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you knew it was kind of the uh, power move for him to get the extension. But yeah, I, what I'm curious to know is I want to know the details of this contract because obviously, you know, this past year he took the pay cut. Mm-hmm. And even with his bonuses that he got for getting to the Big Ten Championship in the college football playoff, he had actually paid out to his staff. Right. But they lose Josh Gaddis. Josh Gattis is now going to be the OC for Miami. He said, mm-hmm. And then he lost Mike McDonald, who, who went back. To the Ravens, right, who was yeah. the linebackers coach there, and is now going to be the DC for the Ravens. Right, so he lost right. his OC and his DC. So I'm wondering how that's going to affect. It didn't really affect them too much on National Signing Day, thank God. But right. as you said, he might, you know, he may, he may get a sniff of a Cliff's old seat come next mm. year. are working now, now your coach, the Arizona Cardinals, old khaki man, working with, hey. working with Kyler.
0: Tyler. Well, I know, mean. He needs he needs a voice of reason. Like he needs some stability. Like the, like the daddy said on uh, Color Purple. we need some stability <laughs> around here.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Well, you know, a hey, khaki man. Come on, bro. Kid, just just keep your shit tight at least for one more year. Um, speaking of keeping shit tight, oh, it was the halftime show finally for? I think mm. the first time, which is crazy to think, in NFL history, they had an all hip hop led. Halftime show, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, and the surprise guest of fifty cent. Uh, but JB watching this, your overall impressions of the show, the set, were well, you think it was good, you think it was great, or was it just okay? What did you think when you were actually when you were making your rounds clearly and watching this shit?
0: Well, I, I actually I watched the halftime show at Found and Fathers. I thought it was amazing okay. the way they did it, right? I think that it was dope the way they did it, you know what I'm saying, uh, how they had the little building set up, you know what I'm saying, how they had the grid of L.A. Um, they had no choice, man, but to do that in L.A., right? Yes. Because L.A. wasn't going to respond to anything else, to be honest, right? They they, they were not going to respond to anything else. And let's be completely honest, right? The Super Bowl is compiled of people that want to come to a Super Bowl and the people that are in that city, right? So, of course, the people in that city, you know what I'm saying, that are rooting for that, especially because of the way that it, it, it was conformed, with L.A. being the home team and playing their own home stadium. Yeah, so it, most right. compiled arounds Rams fans, so they had to do that. They had no choice, right? They weren't going to respond to nothing else. There, was, there wasn't going to be nobody watching that shit. I think that was probably the most watched halftime show at a game than ever before, right? That, those stands were completely packed. Right. Nobody moved. Nobody going to concession stand. All the celebrities were watching. It was, it was the greatest halftime show ever, right? It was, you know what I'm saying? So with everybody really? that was in there, yeah. Okay. Everybody that was in there did their part. To be honest, everybody did their part. Mary J. Blige, the queen, you know what I'm saying? She got her just due. She sang two songs, killed it like she always does. She ain't never disappointed. Eminem came out, you know what I'm saying? Satisfied the white folks. Uh <laughs> and so the white people was like, Yes. Cause they didn't know it. Like, I'm pretty sure they was just like, Man, goddamn, I mean, we like this shit, but damn. And when them came out, they were like, hell yeah, we got one. And then when 50 came out, they was they was excited too because of course that song in the club, like more, probably more universal than anything that Dr. Dre yes. and Snoop was rapping. So there's a white
1: as a white person that's a that is a white person club classic.
0: Oh yeah, without well, a doubt. You know what I'm saying? They still play that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, in goddamn uh in bars across the United States of America, all right? And <laughs> in, in parts unknown, you know what I'm saying. Mitch be listening to it Yeah, when Mitch yeah, so, yeah, so, is dancing right now. Yeah, Mitch yeah, Mitch yes. is hanging out at the bar right now, they playing so <laughs> it, it was the greatest, and hey, Kendrick Lamar, hey, Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying, so they, they kind of did a little bit for everybody, so Kendrick Lamar kept it in the mu- the, uh, the late millennial, right, and, yeah. but that was a grown folks halftime show, right, Correct. it was a grown folks, and, that, and that's who was watching Super Bowl, kids don't watch Super Bowl, bro, they don't, kids don't watch, these kids don't watch Super Bowl, they don't care about the Super Bowl, right, they don't care about they football, are,
1: they're, not paying, they're not paying attention, like
0: right, that. they don't care yeah. about football, so, they did exactly what they're supposed to do for the city, of LA. Great
1: job. Yeah, and I thought the set was very dope. I thought it was very cool that they they, they had LA and Compton staples like Tams Burgers, mm-hmm. and they had like other yep. places. Of course, they had like Staples, you know, yep, Lowrider, yep. you know, shit. Snoop was, Snoop was cripping a fool up there. He was not. And shout out, shout out to
0: it. shout out to Jeremy Strong. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, previous guest oh, on our show, hey. yeah. Shout out to Jeremy Strong. He, on stage? he was now, nah, he was out there dancing, man. He danced hey, the whole show, right? of the show Jeremy Strong. Couple, a couple other that. folks, you know. what I know from the g train family was dancing, you know. What I'm saying, uh, oh, uh I want to say good. her name is Tiara, Tiara Tamara, something like that. Uh, she was out there getting to it, like, yeah, we had some folks out there doing their thing, the but, okay. it was just Beautiful. dope, man. It was dope, man. Now
1: I could have used. I'm guessing he. I'm guessing just knowing how the man feels about the league. I'm guessing that was going to be a non-starter. I'm not going to lie. I feel like they could have used a slight cameo. Ice Cube. If Ice Cube came out and just did like 30 seconds of it, was a good day. I thought that would have been like the icing on the cake. I thought it would, that would. Been- I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do any fucking holograms. I was hearing rumors of a Tupac hologram and Easy E hologram. Yeah, and I, yeah, that, that, that would have been. That,
0: that would have been really rough. But yeah, yeah, I think you, Cube. I think yeah, I, I agree. Cube should have been in that thing somewhere. He should have been a special guest. Came out and did. We be clubbing or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what yes, yes. Yeah, so like, like,
1: like yeah. West side Connection. Something. Something. That, that, that would have been righteous. Yeah, but now you. But but you said it though. I do want to. I do want to follow up on it. Do you, Do you feel? And we've had. We've even despite it being very lean on the hip hop side. You feel this is the the greatest halftime show ever? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't That's see factoring in Michael, Michael Jackson and Prince? Well, I mean... I was going to say, bro, that MJ, that MJ halftime show is that's a tough one to beat. I
0: mean, anything Michael Jackson has ever done has been completely epic, right? But at the same time, again, it's like... Mike... Everybody loves Mike, but does everybody really love Mike? You know what I'm saying? But if you want to talk about universal appeal, though, that's... Oh, yeah, no, especially at that's that time... Incredible. Oh, no, at yeah. that, that time, was geek, right, Michael
1: Jackson right. the Rose Bowl? At that time?
0: Yeah, that was great. But but as yeah. far as like just the overall show, something for everybody, I think this was the greatest halftime show ever.
1: I was Yeah, I thought it was excellent. I think I would put it I would put it at very good. That's where I would mm-hmm. rank it would
0: be at, at very
1: good. By the way, a lot I see a lot of comedians, and a lot of comedians have been roasting other comedians for this. Relax with the 50 cent jokes. I saw you even type of uh, you even wrote some on your story people, about it. Cut it people out.
0: people don't realize one that when 50 Cent, before he got on, before he turned upside down, he did a pull up. He a pull pulled, himself up to do he that. Did a, yeah. He did a pull up, a tuck up, put his feet around that bar and hung down and started rapping. Then right. when he was done, he dropped the microphone, reached up, grabbed it and pulled himself down. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger than he was 19 years ago. But I guarantee y'all fat asses can't get up there and do that right. shit. <laughs> Come on, man, like everybody right. got jokes, bro. Like everybody wanna make Joe fifty cent, ninety-five cents, seventy-five cent. Yeah. Right. The Motherfucker Rich and he's in great shape. Still, you know, he might not be right. in the shape he was when he was boxing. But that's what right. the fuck he was doing before he started rapping.
1: Right. Nineteen years ago. The man's forty six years old. That was when right. he was twenty-seven and he was cut right. and he's still swole. Right. So fuck like cut here. it out, man. Fuck out
0: of here.
1: Cut it out, man, with all that. And finally, JB, with some review reaction news. Speaking of um, speaking of the the great the greatest genre of, all, of them all, uh, we went on when you know at the time we really talked about this album. I think even you know previous previous to the man's un- untimely demise. But on this day in 2018, the late great Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap album uh, came out. What is Maybe. your favorite song and why from this classic? album that we we very much enjoy and still do enjoy
0: oh my god um man i want to say that dedication is probably my favorite song but same time uh like man i mean it's grinding on my life you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i mean come on man like suck I'm, i'm like i can listen to this shit and not change a song Right, it's pretty much flawless, yeah. and then victory, and of course, Victor Loud, you know what I'm saying? That, that yeah. I mean, that shit set the, the CD off like crazy, like mm-hmm. it is a classic album, right? You know, it's, it's yes. a f- complete body of work, and we talked about it in detail, you know, what I'm saying, when it first came out. But yes, uh, shout out to the late great Nipsey Hustle, um, and and blessings to his kids and his late wife, you know, what I'm saying, Lord London. And I mean, it's just you know, it just makes me sad again, just think about the fact that man ain't here, you know. Because when yeah. I when I got this album and I listened to it, Benny, you know already know. You know, I was in L.A. at the time, so I, mean, I bought this album for like two weeks straight. It mm-hmm. never left, never, never, never left, you know what I'm saying, my speakers. You know what I'm saying? It was coming out of my speakers for two weeks straight, bro. I ain't want to listen to nothing else, right? So, and still to this day, I mean, I just posted a video on my, my Instagram page, a uh, workout video, and was playing dedication because... That, that that was the song that was that was needed. You know what I'm saying? That was needed. It needed to be right Thanks. there. Thanks. So, yeah, again, man. Rest in peace to the late great Nipsey Hustle, man. Shout out to the, the 60 Crips. Um, shout out to this Crenshaw District, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Crenshaw High School, uh, mm-hmm. Big U, you know what I'm saying, all, all, all my, 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 my folks over there. And, you know what I'm saying, like, it's it's just, you know. And all the bad that goes on over there There's a lot of wonderful black people And positive black people over there And I want to send them shots out And make sure that people understand That there's a lot of great going on in the hood That just gets overshadowed by all the bad
1: which he, which he was working on, and I know is still going with his business partners. The, the Vector 90 project for young black entrepreneurs in tech to be able mm-hmm. to get funding and have an incubator system to be able to bring their ideas to fruition. Right. Uh, just with just with the album, sold 53,000 first week, which, I mean, considering the era, it's still a modern era album. That's a lot. Number four on the Billboard 200, number four in the country, was nominated for rap album of the year. Should have won. won. I can't remember what won, but it got completely robbed. Mm-hmm. And it went platinum. I'll tell you what i I know i know you're pretty similar to me where on the workout playlist you're you know you want to keep it fresh and you want to keep new stuff on there but there are certain staples there are certain classic or recent songs that just they just you can't remove them from the playlist they got to stay on there and i'm telling you right now on my workout playlist victory lap dedication hustle and motivate status symbol three and grinding on my life are still on my workout playlist. Oh yeah, did. yeah. Since this album dropped, yeah. I my, my favorite song fluctuates for me. It was dedication. It still very much is, but honestly, I don't know. There's something about there's something about Status Symbol three. Um, yeah. Because number one, buddy Buddy's features excellent. I think he did mm-hmm. them all he did all three with Buddy, who's another really yeah. dope LA mm-hmm. artist. Yeah. But something about Status Symbol three just. That yeah. just kinda hits right now. But yeah. like you said, I, almost it's what I was
0: top of doing yeah, that, that 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 like that right there, like you know what i I say that shit a lot. You know what I'm saying? i saying? Out of my mouth, and then just in my mind I think to myself, like, you know what i damn, I almost forgot what I was doing. Almost forgot what I was thinking. What the hell was I hey right, look, hey, yeah. That's my shit, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Classic shit. Classic shit
1: recipe recipes and Nipsey, um and obviously the music and his legacy will live on forever uh we appreciate you guys whether you're tapping in you know to watch it or organ in podcast form make sure to follow us at jb and benny blue and of course if you miss live stream all good for now or now in the coming weeks the announcements coming soon but you can check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts like share subscribe five star rating all that fun shit mm-hmm. casualsports.com streaming out of Phoenix and the Believe Podcast Network our guy Flex will be on next week all you Suns reviewers don't want to miss it we're talking Suns we're talking NBA trade deadline the whole shit all-star break going into playoffs everything NBA uh, we're going in, of course, Tapping with JB on Tuesdays. Blaining Bridges live streaming there on Twitter. 6.30 Pacific, 7.30 Mountain Time, 9.30 Eastern Time. AAT Sports Underscore. And, <clears> and <throat> the Birds family and sponsors, man. You see it. You see the goddamn signature. Valley Boys Association. Go to Valley Boys Association. Them
0: boys.
1: Use code PODCAST22 and get 20% off your order at checkout. Of course, tapping with our guy, Dr. Tim Tinkle, the official Lakers correspondent. It's timdubuy.com. If you want a new or pre-owned vehicle, whether you're in Iowa, the greater Midwest area, wherever you're at, text REVIEW to 515-444-7003, and he will hit you right back to get you into the car of your dreams. And make sure to follow him at Buy on Instagram. All right. But we reached the end of the road. Word to boys to men. And uh we gotta get into it. Recapping, mm. Super Bowl fifty-six. Mm. Them Rams defeat them Bengals mm. here. Twenty twenty-three to twenty in LA. Cooper Cup wins MVP. Uh, Burrow had a TD, but he was sacked seven times. He also was playing on, on a strained MCL. Good God almighty, they got to improve that line in the offseason. Old Freddie Stafford had three TDs, but two two picks. Basically a very Matt Stafford game, if you think about it. And OBJ tears his ACL, the same one for the second goddamn time. Ooh-wee. So JB, your, your overall, you were talking about a little bit here in the uh, in the beginning, but your overall assessment of the game as you, as you move around to Washington, baby.
0: Again, uh, if Cincinnati's offensive also not any better, Cincinnati would have won this game. Uh, I think I think that they had every opportunity to win. Even towards the end, they still had the opportunity to win seven sacks of Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? Him getting hurt and refusing, like you say, he's playing on straight MCL. Uh, refusing medical attention. Like, man, you know, whatever. I got to finish this game. <laughs> Excuse me. The kid is amazing. Um, let's not forget, Jalen Ramsey got his ass flamed on. Uh, the entire game. Yeah. All right. We, yeah. Nobody likes to talk about that, but everybody wants to joke about Eli Apple. But Jalen Ramsey, their top cornerback, got his ass destroyed all game. Uh, Jamar Chase, you know what I'm saying, had a game. I think it was worse than like Eli a, Apple, honestly. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I mean, Jamar Chase, you know what I'm saying? The only thing about it is that Jamar Chase wouldn't get in the end zone, right? But, and then uh, Eli Apple gave up a touchdown, you know what I'm saying, to Cooper Cup at the end. I mean, but, uh, you know, uh, let's be let's be real, real. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got his ass did in, you know what I'm saying, the whole fucking game. Uh, but shout out to the Bengals, you know what I'm saying, and, right and the work that they were doing, and, 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 and you know what I'm saying, they put in work, you know what I'm saying, right there, he got his ass did in, you know what I'm saying. But the Debo uh, his ass. That was, got the, the, that was the, un, the, un, the uncalled facemask to you know to give right. him a little bit of
1: credit. That was the uncalled facemask. Fuck out of here, you know
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they were letting him play the game. They were letting play the game rough and raw the whole game, for real. They was playing the game rough and rugged and raw the whole game, and like the great Tony Dungy said and I'm glad he said it because he's a man of integrity. He's a man who has, you know what I'm saying, the opinion that he he has the right to have that opinion. The referees pretty much let everything slide until the last minute or so of the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. when uh 55, uh the linebacker got called for that pass to That was the, that was some great pure coverage. Point blank period. Right? Then they got saved and they had to call it again, you know what I'm saying to make sure that the Rams got into the end zone let me start. Talking about, you know, sex conspiracy and all that shit. But bottom line <laughs> is this, right? If Cincy's offensive line would have been better, Cincy would have won that game. Period. Right? Period. Point blank yeah. period. Yeah. Is what it is. I mean the Rams did what they need to do to win. I give them the credit. You know what I'm saying? They won the Super Bowl. They got their rings coming. But if Cincy's offensive line was better, they would have won that game. No matter what nobody thinks, says or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it's interesting, you know, when you actually, you know, were watching the tape and if you're really intently paying attention. I know it's Super Bowl, it's, kind of, it's obviously a different vibe than any, any other game, but really, neither team could establish the run. I mean, shit, if you look at the rushing stats here, Joe Mixon had 15 carries for 72 yards and his right. longest run was 14. And then you look at Cam Akers, he had 13 carries for 21 yards and his yeah. long was eight. They I was mean, his ass. yeah, neither team could really, and by the way, People but honestly, sleep on the Bengals' defense front right. seven; they, they're and dogs they, over uh, there
0: too. They got, but they got better. They got better as the playoffs went the along. They they started to discover and really find themselves in the last three or four games of the season, and then into the playoffs. So that's dangerous when you start to gain momentum at that point. But if the Bengals would have leaned on the run a little more, they'd have been successful, even with that bad offensive line. If they would have just leaned on the run and tried to stick to it, especially at the beginning of the game, uh, I really think they could have. See the thing about the the the, the The Rams is that they'll die. They'll lay down and die, right? Because they're a bunch of front runners. So if you pound their ass and just bust their head and bust their head, bust their head, and they don't play very well from behind. So um, I really think that Taylor should have been a little more aggressive with the run, with the run and play action in the beginning of the game, run and play action in the beginning of the game. You know what I'm saying? Burrow getting out and running a little more, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And that way it will slow that rush down, you know what I'm saying, keep them from jumping around and, you know what I'm saying, so on and so forth, make them lane, keep their lane integrity. Like, this is like – Deep, this ain't football one-on-one, this is football, you know what I'm saying, grad school football here, I'm talking. So, um, yeah, I mean, but you know, if it was a fifth, and everybody quote-unquote a genius from hindsight, but I was saying this shit uh, watching the game, so it's no big deal. So, yeah, congratulations to the Rams, um, you know, got that W, that's that, but it is what it is, huh?
1: Yep, Cooper Cup had a couple touchdowns. Joe Mixon threw a uh, a touchdown in this one. Cooper Cup mm-hmm. tried to throw one; and he just that sailed over mm-hmm. uh Matty Stafford's head. I mean, look, Stafford Stafford got his ring, twenty six for 40 283 yards. But it was a very like Stafford game. Like he made he made like a couple excellent no look throws, but he also threw a couple picks. One of which yeah. got tipped. But the other one that he really should pre- have thrown.
0: I predicted I predicted two interceptions by Matthew Stafford. I knew
1: he's going to throw some picks you did he threw yeah threw a couple so it was a very much a Matthew Stafford stat line a lot of stats good amount of completions got some TDs but also made some mistakes that could have cost them had a couple other things um not went their way and I guess just kind of looking forward um as as you see there at the bottom I mean OBJ tears tears the ACL for the second time I know he came in late in the season obviously as we kind of joke but it's true I mean the, I mean, the Rams, hey, as you said, with the picks, they can definitely be overrated, particularly on where those picks actually go. Mm-hmm. But most teams aren't going to the Super Bowl back to back. So when you look at the Rams and you look at the Bengals, what do you what do you think needs to, because there's, there's always something that needs to be improved. So when you look at both teams, what do you think needs to be
0: improved for both teams? The Bengals O-line. Uh, that's like, Stevie wanted to see that. You um, need I an extra for that shit. Yeah, real rap And... They need to do their best to keep their receiving core together. Like, that is a dominant receiving core. They got three guys that can whoop anybody they play against. That man on man one-on-one. But they just got to seal up that offensive line, man. I think everything else is pretty much intact. I mean, even Eli Apple, I mean, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He, he played well enough to start all year. You know what I'm saying? They never thought to bench him. So, um, and as far as the Rams go, um... They're going to need to get some better cornerbacks, to be honest, because Jalen Ramsey, yeah, he's great, and he can move all over the place and all that shit, but if 99 gets hurt, their defense is done. Yeah. They're, they're, they're nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, to be completely honest, if 99 gets hurt, their defense is complete trash, right, because he he wreaks havoc even when he ain't making plays. He's just he's taking up two blocks, three blocks, right, so other guys can get free. Um, so... They need to get another dominant defensive, interior defensive guy, and probably a better linebacking core. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the white kid, the linebacker, is decent, but he got exposed a lot this year. Uh, so they need one more linebacker who can cover probably better because the, the white kid is more of a thumper, inside linebacker type cat. Stop the run. Reader uh, is his name. Mm-hmm. And they need. I mean, I know Matthew Stafford would probably be there, you know what I'm saying, until he retires, to be honest. I mean, he's he's yeah. he's type of guy. Yeah. Um and, and other than that, I mean I mean, they got pieces, you know what I'm saying? They'll probably keep OBJ they'll rehab him and have him bring him back and get woods back. And you know, they, they don't really need to do much, to be honest. They need, probably need to get a couple couple offensive linemen themselves. Right. Um, Witt was probably gonna retire. I mean, as he should. Well, yeah, Man, I'm He's sure 40 he, years old. I mean, yeah. God damn, he needed to retire. Shit. Man. Uh, yeah. we let it go, big dog. You know, he did his thing. He did it for a long time at a high level, and yeah. So they're gonna draft a left tackle, and then other than that, I mean, shit, whatever. They good.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, you you saw they basically brought brought in Eric Weddle on the fly, and he was sort of like a stopgap. I mean, he's gonna retire. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's it's probably over for him. And you're right. I mean, that you know, you look you look at that front between you got. You got uh, Aaron Donald. You got Vaughn. Maybe they bring Vaughn back. I guess um, well, Leonard I mean, Floyd games. Yeah, they I mean, got like the playmakers there. But one, once they get past that first level, then it becomes an issue with it. They need the playmaking safety for sure, and some better mm-hmm. linebackers that can cover right. for sure. Because, right. like you said, injury. Hey, if, if, if Aaron, I mean nobody's missing injury, but if, if Aaron Donald is out for a four right. to six if week the, period yeah, or something, yeah,
0: they, they are done. Defensively, yeah. they are done. Seriously, yep. yep.
1: But it was a very entertaining game. I it was. It. Um, it was great. It was a good game. You know? it was a really good game. Yeah, across the board. And like at, to your point, I don't think were there any flags on in a, definitely not in the first quarter. I don't think. I mean, there was there nah. like, maybe like
0: two penalties in the whole first yeah. half. Uh, yeah, Something I like want to say, say there was like six calls the entire game. That was right amazing.
1: So the game, the pace of the game was good. It was a good offense. It was good offense, good defense. I really, I, I would have loved to see more of a running game for both teams, but overall mm-hmm. was good. And the halftime show was good. Um, and the commercials, the commercials, for the most part, were pretty solid.
0: They were nice, pretty yeah. solid as well. Really good stuff. Yep,
1: yep. So there it is, folks. Uh, R.I.P. to the 2021 slash 2022 NFL season. And you know, around here, we do what we call our savage picks. JB and I pick all the way from week one, all the way to the end of the season. We had a bye week in week 11, and the time has come. I don't even remember what the stakes are. I was trying to listen past episode. I'm trying to remember what the stakes I are. I know that we're we we owe to, we're owed a Miami trip, so yeah, damn it, I, I guess did. it's going to I know,
0: yeah. I guess we're going to Miami, yeah. so fuck it, yeah. Yep.
1: So, the time has come for the official, unofficial Savage Picks winner for <laughs> 2021, <so>
0: 2022,
1: <laughs> and with an extended drum roll
0: please
1: I've done it again 171 99 and 1 JB is at 165 105 and 1 our best weeks were uh, pretty close to each other I went 14 and 1 in week 15 JB went 13 and 2 in week 17 uh our worst weeks were oddly enough same week. I went fucking zero and four in the divisional, good God <laughs> Almighty, and JB went one and three in the divisional. And the most though. picked team, the yeah. most picked team was the B- 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 Mafia. I thought it was oh, actually yeah. the, the uh, Packers of the Bucks, but it turned yeah. out it was actually the Bills. The least picked team, well, wouldn't you know it, the team with the number one draft pick this year, it was uh, the Jags. Yeah. I want to thank Doctor Bridges for being a, a gracious, a gracious sport in the many years that we've been doing this. Our mm-hmm. savage picks. Um, you know, JB JB took some t- JB took some risks. I took a few risks, of course. Me bet me betting my kitties that that added more L's than it did wins. Um, <laughs> I wish his Cardinals would have held up at the end of the season to make good on some of those picks. Right. But nonetheless, uh, it was a fun season. This is actually I actually really despite despite how my squad did, I kind of you know knew it wasn't going to be that great. But honestly. JB, just you know, obviously this is this is our peak time of the year. This is our favorite time of the year. Uh, just your your overall your overall feeling and thoughts toward the toward the twenty twenty one NFL season. How did you feel about this year of football? Just, just overall,
0: I, I think it was the mo- one of the most competitive football seasons ever. Right, I agree. It was very unpredictable. It was extremely unpredictable, especially in the playoffs. Right, and then, but well, it was just, it was just a great competitive football season. Um, a lot of the—I mean—I I don't think there were any bad games, and that's, that's the greatest part. And I said at the beginning really of the year, worked. I said, "I said it's going to be the most competitive game of season of football in a long time," and it was, and, and it was very entertaining. So to the football fans, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, all these games were good, right? And I think this is probably—if we go back and look at statistics—this is probably the one season that mo- more games than any football season has ever been. Where games have been decided by a touchdown or less, right? Yes. Overtimes, yes. like on Monday Night Football. Like, I mean, no, we had some great things, man. Like, we have some wonderful things going on in this year's football season. So, shout out to the 2021 slash 2022 season, phenomenal season of football. Hopefully, we can get the same thing for the 22-23 season.
1: Yeah, and I think I think what made it excellent, honestly, is I think across the board, for the most part, I think we saw a lot more. I think we saw a lot more consistency from a lot of these teams in all three phases, right? Mm Because I think up until this year, yeah, I mean, obviously football is usually just good uh, as a baseline. But I think it was better because I feel like now where you've seen these last few years with like the, you know, the Patrick Mahomes and and these high-powered offenses, it almost seemed like the defense was like lacking in a lot of ways, whereas I think this year I feel like defense is finally kind of caught up to the tape, so to speak. And we saw some good special teams play as well. And also, I mean, the, the fucking the bungles are living proof. The yes. NFL, the NFL has more parity and opportunity to win than any other professional sport. Oh yeah. Well, that's so that. if you if you think your franchise is trash now, Jaguars, Jets, whoever, don't worry. You make a couple right moves, you can be sniffing a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with li- literally within three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw what happened with. The Bengals. I mean, watch out, watch man. out, for,
0: watch out for them kitties, bro. You know what I'm saying? With y'all, boy. Y'all got a head coach. Yeah, yeah like, now, we got, now we got the culture. Now we just need the. Y'all, y'all, gonna, y'all gonna be dangerous next year. You know what I'm saying? Go playing it, and mm-hmm. playing it, and Detroit gonna take on a whole new meaning. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm exactly. glad we ain't got
0: y'all next year. Shit.
1: I mean, hey, the, yeah. The record speed, as the reviewers know, since we started this podcast, the kitties have had the Bergeng's number. Ooh, oh wee, we. I thought of one guy. Shit. Oh man. So yes, I, I really I really enjoyed the season. I'm sad it's over. But hey, we haven't talked about it in our patent our patent production meeting, but we're gonna we're getting another crack at spring football, JB. We're getting the USFL. Uh ten teams, I think. Eight teams? Mm-hmm. Ten teams? Eight teams, I think, yeah. Eight ten teams? teams? Yes, yeah. USFL. Follow our advice. I know JB has said as much as well. Please become the G League for the NFL. Do not try to compete with these MS. Right? Don't Please. rival them.
0: Don't rival them. Yes. Just, just, just be the little brother. You know what I'm saying? Be Work a supplemental. Them. Be a supplemental league for them. Yes. Right? Please, because yes. that's what's going to make the NFL that much better. It's going to continue to get y'all money. It's going to yes. keep y'all alive. Yes. Right? People going to new look forward players. to it. Yeah, yep. people going to look forward to it. Right? And it's football. And keep it real. Make it real football don't don't be trying to do dumb shit and be like oh we're gonna do this with the 10 yard line and kick off now nah, fuck all that right, right. make football football right, right. be a supplemental <laughs> league for the NFL and it's gonna be a great thing I'm excited about it
1: yeah, me too. Get, let the, like, like get in bed with the NFL. So these practice squad players can actually play for real right. and develop. And that's only going to raise the product for man, the NFL. It's yeah.
0: only going to make sure. about making shit more competitive. NFL Europe. Yourself.
1: You've always talked about NFL Europe. I, miss,
0: it. I miss you. I miss it, man. I swear to God. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was so great. It was so amazing. hmm mm-hmm.
1: And finally, Jay, before we get up out of here, uh, you know, right. Two seconds after the season's over, we were talking about it in the intro, uh, People got always got something to say about the Hall of Fame conversation after somebody. Oh, Aaron Donald's going to retire. Is he? A, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer right now? Um, look, man. Uh, I've, had, I've had I've had quite enough of this. Uh, Richard Sherman, you know, who's not one shy away from his opinion, was unloading his about of. Saying the man was undeserving of of fame. And at this particular moment, can make the case. I mean, retire today. Yes. But here's the the dumb shit about this. The man is gonna play for probably four or five more seasons. Um and I get it. He, he's he's a problem with saying, you know, they're, they're, the, the bar for the Hall of Fame is incredibly ill. Yeah, but here's the problem with that, Richard Sherman. It's because of people that they let in before this generation of players, right? He's saying, oh, he did nothing spectacular. He's a microcosm of his career. Did good, not great. Made a few wild passes, made a few face palm passes. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely true. But the reality is with where he's at with numbers – is that he's going to crack top ten in many of these quarterback, in many of these quarterback categories? And what if he get, what if he goes on to win another Super Bowl or another Super Bowl? Right? What if he gets into that? So based on what you're saying, yeah, it's true about how the measuring stick is compared to other decades where it wasn't as of a pass happy league. I get what you're saying, but the reality is your point isn't exactly well taken because you you're talking about. The way the NFL has shot themselves in the foot with the Hall of Fame or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I know it's separate from the NFL, has shot themselves in the foot in regards to the criteria that we've talked about Mm -hmm. with the Eli Mannings and Big Ben on this show about who they're letting in and who they're not letting in. So please, let's stop having conversations about who should be in the Hall of Fame and who's not with cats who are still writing their book. They're still writing their chapter. Right. Like if you want to say have the conversation about Brady five years ago, when you know he was still going to play for a few years. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Cause he's been in the hall of fame, but the reality is whether you're quarterback or whatever your position is, if you're on the fringe and you're still got years ahead of you, you still have time to make your case. So mm-hmm. I get what your point is, Richard Sherman, but bro get mad at the people who fucked it up for your generation and afterwards, not the guys who still might have a shot, at being in the Hall of Fame once it's all said and done. And in the words of the great Forrest Gump, that's all I got to say about <laughs> that. But what are your thoughts, Dr. Bridges?
0: Is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer right now? No. If he retired now, not right now, would he be a Hall of Famer? No. Uh, I agree. Uh, Trent Dilfer got one Super Bowl, right? Come on, let's, let's be completely honest. If that's what the fuck we hang our hat on, no. Uh, Donald McNabb is a Hall of Famer, right? I said on the burning bridges last night, there are so many cats that are in the Hall of Fame right now that should not be in the Hall of Fame right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not that they're not Hall of Famers, they just shouldn't be in there right now. So right. many greats that should be in the Hall of Fame before a lot of people that are in there right now. It has become a popularity contest. They have kind of made a mockery of it. Uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's like if you, it's like a secret society, right? If you end in a certain, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, then yeah, you get that opportunity. Like, what? Like this year's Hall of Fame class? I'm like, okay, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> right, right. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. Not saying they don't deserve it, but not right now, right? right. Uh, last year's class, same thing. All right, okay. Uh, not right now though, right? uh So I mean, is what it is. They're gonna continue to do what they do. We can have this conversation till fucking turn blue in the face. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it's been saturated. And that's the issue It's been saturated Right So now If you're gonna you, how, how do you clean up the mess That you've already made Right mm-hmm. and, you, and it's truly a mess Right I made, T, I, made, T, I, made T, I made Last night of Terrell Owens And I'm not banging on Terrell Owens But Terrell Owens is a Hall of Famer Right now He shouldn't be Right He shouldn't be There's no way That Terrell Owens Should have been a first ballot Fucking Hall of Famer Right
1: Yeah, it's like for, yeah for, that's, that's what it comes down to The, the idea of the, of the first ballot Right Like that criteria, that bar is really low for what, what does that even mean? You're, you're a first ballot. So what, what is your criteria? You put up a lot of stats. I mean, how did you actually affect winning? That's the part that kind of trips me out as far as the criteria for getting into the hall of fame. And it almost kind of goes back to the point of um, what we were talking about earlier with what Emmett Smith was saying about the hall of fame, where it's like, yo, Y'all haven't done anything yet. Like, you you throw these words around, he's goaded, he's goaded, you know, legend, all this type of shit. The bar for calling, and it's not even just football, the bar for calling somebody a legend is so fucking low. Um, It's crazy, right? And it just, that's what, we have to recalibrate our meter to figure out what really constitutes a Hall of Famer and what constitutes someone who had a very good career, But otherwise, um, you know, is not going. Shouldn't be considered a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, they, you know, they can be if they if they want to be a Hall of Famer in their hometown, get a field named after them. Then great, they're probably the best player that ever came out of that particular area. But the reality is, to the point of that kind of, I think Richard Sherman was trying to make that, yo. Y'all gotta stop with the with the the Hall of Fame talk, and that's what that's what I'm trying to implore to him and others that are having these conversations about. Let these guys play out their careers. Well, that's it. We lost JB here on the uh, stream here for now, but reviewers, we appreciate you so much. Uh, follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. Make sure to follow us on our, our individual socials: JB seventy three, King JB seventy three, and me at Benny Blue Eyes. Of course, tap in on. Podcast form, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Like, Share, subscribe, all that good shit. We are on casualsports.com, K S R N A-Z.com, live streaming there out of Phoenix and the Believe Podcast Over. So got a whole slate of dope podcasts that you gotta check out. Check JV out on Tuesdays. Boining Bridges live streaming, 6.30 Pacific, 7.30 mountain time, 9.30 Eastern, AT Sports underscore, and All About the Birds. And of course, tapping with our sponsors, Valley Boys Association Clothing. Go to ValleyBoysAssociation.com and use podcast code. Podcast 22 for 20% off your order at checkout. And of course, it's timtobuy.com. Get you a new or pre owned vehicle. And of course, if you have a sponsorship, questions, or hate mail, get at us jb and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. And that's it. It's been episode 213 of the JB and Benny Blue Review. And until next time, we are out. People, peace.